0: What's up, what it do, man? It's your boy, Dead the Gamer, a.k.a. Player One, the guy himself. And welcome to another episode of The Gamers Den, the show where I go over video game news, tech news, and a little bit of everything else. And we start this thing off with a thing called Quick Hits. Before we get into Quick Hits, we do have some updates. So the show is now on every platform possible that you could listen to podcasts on so this is apple podcast google podcast spotify wherever you could possibly find it in the audio form to listen to on your way to work or you're working out or whatever you're doing you can listen to it or you can just listen to it directly on the rss page so their link in the description if you're watching the visual form link in the description will take you to the rss page where you can just follow it directly instead of having to open up your apple app your spotify app whatever the case may be you can just click that and voila you know direct access and all of that follow and subscribe to the page however that works and yeah remember the visual experience is on rumble is on hideout tv There is a new YouTube clips page. I will be updating the link tree with that. And um, if you follow me on Twitter, you've been seeing that I uploaded the, uh, I share some videos from the new clips page. So make sure y'all follow the clips page. If you just, you can only catch some of the clips, some of the segments, you know, some of the topics or whatever the case may be. That way uh, you can stay tapped in and stuff. And links will be in the, uh, the description. If you're watching on the visual form, links will be in the description for that excuse me with that being said let's start off quick hits headline reads startup denies using tech to call center accents white so um yeah this caught my attention because technology is a funny thing right we all know about autotune, we all know about voice changers and stuff like that. On the PS3, there was a voice changer function where you could change how your voice sounded through your headset. So on the visual form, everybody sees that I have a headset on now. So I was, I would be able to plug my headset in, go to settings and turn my voice up to sound like a robot or turn my voice deep it the sound chopped and screwed. So uh, let's go ahead and get into the article. A Silicon Valley startup has developed technology that can change the accents of call center workers in real time. The company has told the BBC <laughs> that its technology could overcome accent-based prejudice and reduce racist abuse faced by staff. But some critics have called it a move in the wrong direction and say language diversity should be celebrated. Now, I'm gonna stop right here and give my opinion real fast. So, we all know that when you talking to telemarketers and customer service people the language barrier exists now when the with the language barrier existing it does present problems in comprehension because some people's accent is very light or is very thick you know and some people aren't well versed in travel and or just meeting a plethora of diverse people so what that means is um, for example, when foreign people come to America, so this could be an Asian, this could be a European, a German, um, an African even, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, whatever, right? They speak their natural language and what's happening is when they change or they're learning another language and they're learning English, their accent or their voice tends to have a twang or it sounds weird because they're changing but their tone is their tone you know so this is where we get stereotypes of mexican people and consuela from a um, family guy yeah you get Consuelo from family guy and this is why some uh mm, excuse me why some foreign people have broken english because it's hard for them to translate over so when they get these telemarketing jobs and these customer service jobs where it's over the phone it's kind of hard that i will say that but in my opinion it's not hard to the point where you, you don't understand what they're saying. It's not hard to the point where you can't make out the numbers they're saying or whatever the case. You can also ask, hey, can you repeat that? I didn't catch the last few numbers or the last little bit you said. Can you repeat it, please? You know, it's, it's just how you go about it. So we're going to uh, go ahead and get into it. New site Gate accused Sanus of making the agents, many of whom are from the global south, quote unquote sound white. Sanus, which has reportedly received $32 million in funding since June 2022 describes its technology as an accent translation tool. Wow. A section on his website called Demo invites visitors to hear the magic by playing a recording of someone with an apparently South Asian accent reading a call center script and then clicking a slider button, which turns the speech into a slightly robotic sounding American accent. So, um, I could see how this could be a problem. Like they said is, um, you know, there's accusations of like prejudice and things like that. Hold on one minute. Oh my God. Okay. I, uh, I had to sneeze. I had to sneeze. Uh, so excuse me for that. But we back at it. You know what this reminds me of? Have y'all ever seen the movie Sorry to Bother You? That movie is a prime example of what is what this article is. You know, it's explaining and showing that there is a more preferred sound and more of a preferred way to come across when it comes to these telemarketing Uh, customer service over the phone type of jobs in that movie Lakeith Stanfield is in it and he plays a character he gets this telemarketing customer service type job and he has to throw on a white voice so for for uh, black people for black people we have to throw on a what would be called a white voice and even sometimes our regular voice gets considered white just because some of us choose to speak proper instead of robotics so how i'm speaking right now i kind of speak like this all the time and then i kind of don't i mix i guess we could i guess you could say i mix ebonics with you know proper english or proper speech whatever the hell you want to call it but um nonetheless i know how to talk so that's just the difference i know how to talk but the fact of the matter is when when people, whether you black, Asian, whatever, when you calling in for job interviews, when you're talking in certain circles, meetings, conferences, you are hell you at the job. There's a certain way you have to talk. And that's just the facts about it. So having a technology to make people sound white, I wouldn't say I mean, it's messed up It's, it's definitely messed up. But, um, you know, it's it's just messed up. It shouldn't be that. But let's go ahead and get into the next thing in Quick Hits. Once upon a time, it was my birthday. I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy me something nice. I'm going to get me some clothes. I'm going to get me something leisure. I deserve it. It's my birthday. I worked hard that year. So I go to a Burlington Gold Factory. I purchased me some clothing items. And I was satisfied. I was happy with what I got. So what I, one of the things I purchased was a hoodie and it had some aesthetic on it. You know, it was a nice style, nice swag. It was my speed to my personality, etc. But time would have it, that another person in the city would grab that hoodie. That's when I realized and learned that I had influence. Learned that I was a trendsetter, that people are really, really watching me. So What I decided to do, because I don't like when people take and steal swag, I rather I give you the swag, don't steal it. So what I decided to do was create my own. And from that point on, I've been going around and around and around making merch. I put out the first batch. The designs weren't that great. I put out the second batch. The designs were a little better, and now we're here. Designs, top tier. You can get this Player One shirt. You can get the Gamers Den shirt, plus many, many, many more designs. Player One Apparel stands for swag, style, intelligence, forward movement. That's what Player One Apparel stands for. That's what I stand for. So if that's for you, go ahead and buy some. So the next thing in Quick Hits, we got, man, this is crazy, you know, right? They just just keep swiping up everything. So let's get into it. Headline reads, Embracer Group acquires the Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, Seven Game Studios, and more. Now, I've been reporting on Embracer Group for the past few months now, and Embracer Group have been buying up everything. You know they have goals they have plans they've been buying everything up uh, you know just scraping everything up that nobody is whatever their plans is i don't know but at the same time the video game industry has projections and people are poising it to do well in this upcoming economic shift and um i guess experience coming up so let's go ahead and get into it embracer group is making moves The conglomerate acquires the rights to the Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit IPs, more specifically, Middle Earth Enterprises, which owns an extensive collection of motion pictures, video games, board games, merchandising, theme parks, and stage productions, and the literary works themselves. (coughs) Excuse me, literary. Moreover, Seven Studios, limited run games, Sing Tuxedo Labs, Tatsujin, tripwire interactive bitwave games and undisclosed company with pc console gaming have also been acquired geotech known for his gaming accessories joined embracer group too. so it's a uh, you know and it's been like a whole list and official uh official drop they got some stuff here on twitter as we can see you know so the embracer group has acquired more and you know a lot of people are not talking about embracer group as far as this studio acquiring thing going on you know we know the big dogs microsoft and sony they they uh swiped up a lot of the big boys and a lot of the big players and probably the big money makers right now you know they definitely did that but embracer group might just be third when it comes to grabbing all these studios and grabbing these developers and these companies because as you heard and as we've seen they have they they're purchasing these these companies and these brands and these developers and under these umbrellas are movies video games theme parks so they they giving themselves a lot of diversity and even down here you can hear it mm, excuse me the acquired studios have shipped have shipped several games including Shantae Super Meat Boy River City Girls Teardown Killing Floor or that might be teardown man eater Chivalry 2, Snow Bros, Flying Shark, and Gimmick. A lengthy section in the acquisition documents speak to Embracer's expanded catalog, catalog and reads as follows. Excuse me for the butched uh, reading this speech. I'm kinda stuffed up, kinda stuffed up. Okay, so we have a quote. Strategically, uh, wow, well, I can't speak today. Strategically, the transactions further strengthen and diversify Embracer's portfolio with profitable IPs and franchises. In particular, The Lord of the Rings, one of the most iconic IPs on the globe, and the entire Middle Earth universe, offer significant growth opportunity within PC console, mobile, and tabletop games. Middle Earth Enterprises also increases Embracer's high-margin licensing, revenues from external partners, and creates a platform to accelerate growth in this source of revenue from the group's vast IP catalog. Tripwire Interactive and Tuxedo Labs, with high-quality studios, strong franchises such as Killing Floor and Teardown, and additional publishing capabilities in North America, solidifies Embracer's leading position within the, the AA indie segment of the PC console market. Further, the group consolidates its efforts in asset care and retro gaming with the leading direct-to-consumer publishing brand-limited run games with considerable potential for improved monetization of the group's back catalog and IPs over time. The acquisition of Singtrix presents... Okay, okay, I'm about to say How long? Y'all about to have me talking. Goddamn. And excuse the sound in the background if y'all hear that they, they cutting the grass out. You know what I'm saying? I don't cut my grass no more. know what i'm saying i don't don't think i may be cutting my own grass for a good portion of my life that's coming up you know what i'm saying (laughs) you know what i'm talking about so uh let's keep going the acquisition of synctrix presents new opportunities for music and audio gaming products and synctrix plans to expand its vocal technology platform into a broad range of new music games streaming and mobile franchises in addition to the five communicated acquisitions today embracer has entered into agreement to acquire another company within the pc console gaming that for commercial reasons is not disclosed today so yeah man as you can hear embracer is just making moves they making moves they they getting it done man and that's exactly what they're doing they're swiping up every double a they're swiping up all the single a their indies they're just getting it in man like they, they getting it in so much, it's ridiculous. So, my opinion on this would just be to expect a lot of indie games to be under the umbrella of Embracer Group in the future, just because Embracer is buying them all, so it seems. <laughs> and that's gonna do it for quick hits. If you're on the audio version, don't forget to download, rate five stars, um you know what i'm saying don't forget to you know leave a comment whatever it is that you got to do you know something positive you know what i'm saying feedback is welcome if you on the visual make sure you hit that like button and subscribe to any and all pages so this is youtube on the clips this is hideout this is rumble this is wherever you watching this you watching this at, go ahead and uh hit that button and subscribe that way you don't miss nothing Make sure y'all subscribe to my original YouTube as well, youtube.com slash devthegamer. That is where I'm uploading video game content, so you can catch any and all kinds of video game content, whether it's a review of the video game, a walkthrough, playthrough of a video game, um, you know, just random stuff with video games. It's all video game based. This is where I live stream as well. So subscribe and hit that notification bell, that way you can catch the subscribe, not the subscription, that way you can catch the live and yeah so let's go ahead and get into it with the main topic Today's main topic and the title of the show, as you know, the future is now. And not only is the future now, but console wars are over, right? Now I say console wars is over because they kind of been over for the past two, three years, right? With the technology we we gonna talk about today and with the, just the accessibility we have today, you will learn and understand why I say console wars are over. So let's get into it. Headline reads, Xbox's Spencer sees progress toward Activision deal approval. Now, this particular article is it's really not important about the Activision Blizzard deal. I really don't care about that. And that's fine, you know. But uh, we are going to get into it just a little bit just a little bit and um you know i understand that you know this is a 70 billion dollar acquisition as it says right here which is a lot of money 70 billion ain't nothing to sneeze at but it's certain quotes and things that he said in here which there are already solutions to and these solutions have been created across multiple platforms so uh, let's get into it a little bit Microsoft's Phil Spencer, chief executive officer of gaming, say he's encouraged by the progress made in discussions with, regular, with regulators, examining the software giants, almost $70 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard. That's a lot of money. Quote, I feel good about the progress that we've been making but I go into the process supportive of people who maybe aren't as close to the gaming industry, asking good, hard questions about what is our intent? What does this mean? If you play it out over five years, is this is this constricting a market? Is it growing a market? And that's, that's true, right? That's true. Cause that's the only thing that really matters when it comes to the Microsoft and Sony big deals like this of activision blizzard and bungie and stuff like that like how is it going to affect the market in a long term so like a five ten year outlook kind of like what he's saying like how is it going to affect the landscape now i'm gonna scroll down a little bit and let me make sure i have it you know so uh yeah i'm gonna scroll down a little bit because there is a quote he said about people uh right here right here so he has a quote and he touched on people talking or players wanting to play with their friends and this is going to be where the death of consoles are here and the reason why the console war is over spencer who has pledged to make call of duty available for the rival sony playstation at least for some period of time said the idea of games made exclusively for one device quote unquote is something we're just going to see less and less of this is a fact yes this is a fact because i mean dude listen to what he's about to say i want y'all to listen to what he's about to say and understand that console wars are over quote maybe you happen in your household to buy an xbox and i buy a playstation and our kids want to play together and they can't because we bought the wrong piece of plastic to plug into our television we really love to be able to bring more players in reducing friction, making people feel safe, secure when they're playing, allowing them to find their friends, play with their friends, regardless of what device. I think in the long run, that is good for this industry. And maybe in the short run, there's some people in some companies that don't love it. But I think as we get over the hump and see where this industry can continue to grow, it proves out to be true. So this, That quote right there, everything he says is stuff I've been saying for years, just years in real time, and it's just the facts about consoles in real time. In real time, right, you have PlayStation, you have Xbox. For all our lives, for for most of us anyway, it's been Nintendo, Xbox, or Microsoft, Sony. So this is a Nintendo 64, this is a Sega Genesis, this is a, you know, whatever the console may be, right, where... It has exclusives, or you can only play certain games on that platform because that company has a studio and they only made this game for their platform, right? And in doing that, creates a demand, and or you know, it's like a supply and demand situation. So if you've played Halo before and you really like Halo, all right, you want to play it, but you're gonna have to buy an Xbox for that because. Whatever they own, whatever is in their possession, they made it specifically for them, serving their core fan base. And nothing is wrong with that. But what the major problem that is wrong with that is people not being able to play with their friends. You might have a group of friends, and y'all got different consoles, so y'all can never play the same games together. Y'all can never do nothing unless the game has crossplay. And crossplay, especially. you're talking about 10 15 20 years ago in the gaming space was just something that was non-existent so for phil spencer to sit here and acknowledge that people playing together is a very important part of the video game experience is a big thing and him saying that he will make it accessible for sony just shows that console wars is over now the other reason why console wars is over is because all the issues phil spencer has voiced that he has said in this interview and that he said has been solved by this for people listening on audio i'm switching over so um cloud gaming cloud gaming has solved this problem as you guys can see right here i have a picture up and it says state of play cloud gaming and it has a lot of platforms where cloud gaming exists so this is google stadia amazon luna xbox game pass nvidia geforce now nintendo switch shadow playstation now if i didn't say that already tencent and a cup you know steam link ubisoft it's a lot of others to be seen as you can see And cloud gaming solves this problem. Cloud Gaming with a game that has crossplay, depending on how that deal was struck, was struck, you can play with other people. Once again, sorry for the noise in the back if y'all can hear that. They cutting that grass. You know what I'm saying? These people, they do a real good job, man. They keep up with it in the summertime and they keep up with it in the wintertime, you know what I'm saying? Pay for convenience. You know what I'm talking about pay for convenience not a vacation those are two different things you know what I'm saying pay for your convenience now I'm um, back to the matter at hand cloud gaming solves the problem Jesus Christ they going crazy out there man they out there Wait, like, dang bro I'm trying to do the show but you know we keep it going you know we don't stop can't stop won't stop bad boy psych anyway um yeah, man, GeForce, like all these different cloud platforms, they solve this problem because now with games like PUBG, Destiny, you could play with other people cross-play on any platform. And with cloud gaming, you can, depending on the accessibility pri- uh, via platform, you can play on multiple devices. So Google Stadia is a prime example where I use Google Stadia, right? And with the recent updates that Google Stadia got, man it's stadia is far ahead it's far ahead and um you know so with stadia you can play on any device stadia is also free you it, uh, a subscription is not required but you can pay for the subscription i pay for the subscription so i pay for stadia pro every month it's ten dollars every month they give you free games and when it's discounts in the store you get better discounts than people who just you know using stadia and they don't have stadia pro the Stadia platform, the Stadia Tech allows you to stream to your YouTube channel directly and through OBS or whatever your streaming software choice is. So, I stream directly through the Stadia platform onto my YouTube channel. And because it's YouTube, understand that on YouTube for this is for my content creators right here. For my content creators, y'all should love this right here and I don't know why y'all not using Stadia, especially for people who want to be content creators. Get Stadia. Download Stadia. Use Stadia. There's a link in the description where you can try out Stadia. I have a link for y'all. Try out Stadia Pro. Try it out now. With uh, Stadia, with YouTube now, one of the new functions in YouTube is that you can download your videos. So you can download a video, get some B-roll for your video, for your footage. You can, you know, download it, chop it up in your video editing software, and you can make a You know chop up a video make a video do whatever you need to do you know it is so much accessibility with cloud gaming it's ridiculous and i've and i play with people on xbox i play with people on playstation i play with people on pc steam epic it's it's it eliminates the need of a console because the console in itself is what's been dividing people right it's elitism loyalty you know my legion that type of thing right for a long time i was a sony boy like it it was already written in stone so i thought that yo i'm gonna be a sony boy to the end of my days right once this clay give out it's gonna be sony to the end that was wrong (laughs) you know what i'm saying that was definitely wrong i'm sitting here on google stadia now I'm having, I'm enjoying myself. I'm playing on the cloud. I can play through the browser. There's also a launcher that you can launch on with a uh, Google Stadia on your PC. You can play Stadia on your PC, on your tablet, on your phone, an Apple Watch, all kinds of things. If you can do it, if it's able, you can. You know, and um, you know, and just the accessibility on the content creator side. I'm sitting here. I'm streaming. I'm doing private streams. I'm doing whatever. I'm getting footage. I can download like it's a content creator heaven, you know, and you can build up your channel. You can build up, build up, build up, and and it's just convenient too. Ten and and plus the platform is free, so you don't even have to pay for it. I pay because I support the platform. I support Google Stadia 100%. So I buy games when I can. I pay for Stadia Pro every month. I support the platform. I support all cloud gaming platforms for that matter. If I had to rank them, I'd say Google Stadia is number 1, GeForce Now is number 2, and it's probably a battle between Xbox Game Pass and Amazon Luna for number 3. You know? But um cloud gaming in itself is the future. I've said this. There's literally episode, I forgot what episode it was, but it's literally titled Cloud Gaming is the Future. Like it, it just is i don't know what else to say it's projected to grow more in size in, in the market it's projected that the video game company you know some people say that the video game industry is recession proof you know what i'm saying it's a it's a lot that goes into the business of gaming but the experience and that's just what's changing as a whole the experience you know cloud gaming is right on time whether it's planned you know nwo or it's just okay this is where technology is taking us you know we are moving into a place where we don't need consoles anymore you just need your tv we got smart tvs at this point everybody got a smart tv you know what i'm saying everybody got a tablet everybody got a phone you might like the game you might not be hardcore but you a cash you a casual you want to hop on the game and just waste some time a little bit while you waiting at a doctor's office you might want to do whatever now you know there are pros and cons to all these cloud gaming platforms but that's for another day and i think i already did that (laughs) i think i already did that on a on a prior on a previous episode but um consoles are just at this point outdated google stadia has been around for about three years now i've been with Stadia since pretty much day one um yeah bro it's it's just not it you know what i'm saying consoles is pointless to have a console what you want to pay five six seven hundred dollars and then you're going to end up paying anywhere from forty dollars on the low end to another sixty dollars for a controller plus another sixty dollars for a brand new game and on top of that you're going to have to pay for the subscription service which is anywhere from the low end of ten dollars to another twenty thirty forty fifty dollars So like, you know what I'm saying, where you could just get a cloud, you can get a cloud service, you can get Google Stadia, you can get Xbox Game Pass, you can get Amazon Luna, GeForce, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, whatever, right? Pay your little $10, $15 a month, get access to all this stuff. Now, the drawback is people are not going to own their games, but if you want to get technical, nobody ever really owned their games. And this is why I even touched on this on another on a previous episode already. But just to refresh everybody, and if you knew, um, there there was a thing that happened where a guy had a PS3 and he couldn't access his digital files. Of, I think it was like Dragon Quest or some shit. Excuse the language for the sensitive ears. And, um, you know, he couldn't access it and the digital version expired. Well, expire because the license of the game. So when you buy the CDs of the game, right? The discs of the games, you go to Walmart, you go to GameStop, you buy your Call of Duty, you go, I say Call of Duty, your Call of Duty physical form, and you put it into your game, you own the game, right? You paid the money for it. That is correct, you do. You own the game, you put it in there. But because you only own the game in such of, of a capacity, you don't own the servers, you don't own the IP in the whole, so you don't have any control of the game, of the developers, you can't tell anybody what to do. So when these companies shut servers down, when these developers and these people finally move on to put their focus on a brand new IP, what's happening is you're left with the basic functions of the game that you, the player, you, the consumer, have access and ownership of, in a sense. So this would be the campaign mode, any local multiplayer, and that's, that's as far as you go local multiplayer campaign mode you can't get online you can't do anything so you know consoles are great but you know at this point it's just a waste of money it's it's not really it i mean i guess you can ride it out you know what i'm saying you can you know die with your die with your squad I mean you get points for that but at the end of the day you can just save yourself and just jump into the future right now come with us man come to death row we got google stadia we got amazon luna we got geforce now we got xbox game pass we got nintendo switch playstation now shadow ubisoft it's right here man let me go back to it if i ain't on there already let me go back to it it's all right here pick your poison man i prefer you pick stadia because it's better than all of them but you can pick whatever you want you know links is in the description if you listen on on, listening on the audio links is in the description make sure you go ahead and get that you know what i'm saying you know so um yeah man you know just console wars are over as of today i declare and determine console wars over xbox didn't win playstation didn't win you know sony didn't win microsoft didn't win nintendo didn't win sega didn't win atari didn't win nobody won nobody won They just, everybody lost. Everybody took an L. Technically, Sony won. But but in reality, nobody won. Nobody won. You know who won? Google Stadia won. Amazon Luna won. Xbox Game Pass won. PlayStation Now won. Nintendo Switch won. GeForce Now won. Shadow won. The Future won. (laughs) That's what won, man. That's what won. You know it's uh, you know man, it's crazy man. Who would have thought? Who would have thought we would have lived to see the console wars be over? Who would have thought? So Phil Spencer, my man, if you uh you hearing this and you listening to this and you listening to my jargon and you made it to the end of my jargon, bruh. Yeah, man, the solution is already made, and you know that, man. You know that the the with the withholding of games can no longer exist it's it's just not happening i'm glad you realized that and you probably see how more profitable it is i'm pretty sure everybody see how more profitable it is but you know i mean hey man had a good run with the consoles man it was you know that arc of life is over man now we in the new one xbox game pass is trash though (laughs) all right man enough of me jogging around playing around man that's going to do it for this episode of the gamers Den. if you are watching on youtube whether it's a clip or whatever the case make sure you hit that like button and subscribe make sure you do that on hideout tv make sure you do that on rumble don't forget because i didn't mention this at all in the episode whatsoever on the visual form there is a, a venmo qr code so if you want to donate actually no not if so if you donate to support that's how you can donate to support you can also support by liking subscribing following leaving feedback rating five stars wherever the case is. if you're listening to this on apple podcast google podcast spotify uh you know wherever your mama's basement the backyard work um the gym you know you you jogging the ice cream shop mcdonald's it really don't matter you you know what i'm saying um you know what i'm saying if you're on the audio version i appreciate you man i am uploading at the point in time of this episode ep- um episodes will be uploaded and i will upload new episodes as i go so the catalog is being uploaded and new episodes will be uploaded at the same time so we ain't missing no beats we ain't missing no steps i told y'all i deserve better from myself and y'all deserve better as well so that's what we do, man we all gas no breaks i'm gonna put i'm gonna, I'm gonna start putting uh actual outro, outro music man black smurf no breaks or whatever it would be great right here. I don't even know if it was called no breaks. But shout out to Black Smurf. All right, man. I'm going to catch y'all next time, man. Gone.